Welcome to another episode on the Kale Bullard Show. Today I have Min Rosales with me. She's an expert when it comes to business startups, and I'd love for you guys to hear her story in a second. But what this podcast is, is just bringing on experts in the fields of health, wealth, relationships, and mindset, and I bring on killers in those fields to be able to just share with you invaluable experiences that they've had to help you overcome obstacles that maybe you're facing or completely avoid them altogether. So with no further ado, bringing on Min Rosales here. Good morning, Min. Hey, everyone. Nice. Nice to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, you're very, very welcome. So I know that you're huge into you know the business space out there yeah. in New York City, and you're just really helping entrepreneurs that are like first time entrepreneurs or the first in their family might be called crazy, you know, go down that path of entrepreneurism, start their own business, whatever that looks like. But like, tell me about your background. Like, where does this even like all like stem from? I'm curious. Okay. So, uh, well, it started really, uh, when I was a child, I was born mm -hmm. and raised in the Philippines. My, my mom and my dad, um, they're all coming from, you know, middle class family in the Philippines. My dad is an aircraft mechanic. Um, my mom is a housewife and I was an, an unplanned uh, child. So my mom had me seven years after my sister. And because of that, my dad decided to move abroad, uh, become an overseas Filipino worker. He moved to Africa to, to provide for the family. And with that, there's always a trade-off to that. You get more income and then, you know, you lose time with family. And that was the sacrifice that he made for, for us. And all my life, um, I felt that, you know, he wasn't able to uh, see us grow, see, see, see me grow up. And I, he didn't even get the chance to see me graduate uh, college. And I was the first one in my family to be to have a bachelor's degree wow. in, in business. And I remember being in, in my graduation, uh, I graduated with honors, but I was so wrecked because my dad wasn't, couldn't, uh, he couldn't make it because he was wow. still in Africa at the time. And so um, from there, I, I decided that, you know what, I'm going to make him proud. I don't want, you know, I don't want him to feel that he invested so much in me and yet there's no impact that that um, that's gonna come out of it. So right after graduation, um, I I joined the largest food and beverage company in the world, uh, Fortune Fortune 500, and I was doing marketing for uh, that company, and I was doing that for 12 years. And even with with that, I I saw the the brunt and the difficulties that people face, just sacrificing you know, sacrificing um, time with family because in the Philippines, most of the people are still living in poverty and the yeah. brands he was handling uh, were geared towards or, you know, uh, servicing those people in, in poverty. And so I was talking to a lot of um, our consumers and I realized like life is really hard. And, you know, me being in the privileged privileged position I was like how can I how can I you know make things better and um and I thought I was gonna uh, do marketing for for the rest of my life because I see the impact um, yeah. that it has with with the with the families that we serve but the time at the uh, at the time of pandemic I realized that um, there's still a lot a lot of work to do because even if we are in a good position that that company, um, 
I felt that a lot of those that we are serving or our consumers couldn't mm-hmm. make it, like they lost their jobs, even in in my in my family and my immediate um, circle. I saw people lose their jobs, and it was just eye-opening for me that I, you know, I live in this bubble, and I couldn't help other people, and I sought out what is really my purpose. Yeah. <laughs> what is it I am meant to do? And I have this thing. I have this um, unique talent to be able to serve and, mm-hmm. and you know. Um, turn around businesses. I did that for, for the company I was working with. I turn around businesses, but in my head, can I turn around, you know, people's lives? How yeah. can I help them do that? And one of the things that I uh, I anchored myself on is that I have this business background. How can I best give that gift to others? And so, I, yeah, and so I decided um, I decided maybe just like lean into it. Um, and that's the time I moved to New York City. I looked at like what is available out there, um, what are my options. And I always gravitate towards finding that unique talent in a person. I always see it everywhere. Like um, when I talk to a person, like, hey, this person is really good at this. Like, why aren't you doing, like, why aren't you using that as, you know, uh, to make a living? Like, why are you stuck in your, you're you feel stuck in your nine to five right now and you're not like living that passion of yours and and using that to to earn money and i always see that in every individual and i realized that okay i think this is something there's something here and that's when i came up with generation first so generation first is all about um, turning your passion into a business and eventually into a profit. Because I understand that when people know their potential, if they know their superpower and they can turn that into something that could get them money or earn a living out of that, then that's like the biggest manifestation of who you are and how you create impact in the world. Wow, that's so powerful. And I could really just hear the passion in your voice about like what you're doing and actually helping people um and not just like these major businesses but like people that are like first-time entrepreneurs and i want to go back to like something you said when you're talking about like how you're from the philippines i mean having that background like you understand the advantages of being in america and the the abilities that come with that um i had i don't know if you know this about me but i had the opportunity to go to the philippines back in 2012 went to went to manila was able to go to the outskirts. It was like a mission trip through my church. And just to see the le- level of poverty, like you just can't even imagine it. Like it's unimaginable yeah. until you see it. And you can yeah. watch documentaries on Netflix. You can do all that. But I really encourage everybody, if you haven't been to a third world country, just go. Because it really just opens your eyes to how blessed you are. And it really makes you that much more um, eager to help others that are less fortunate. So that was one thing that stuck out to me. And I was like, I felt called to be a missionary as a kid. But also at the same time, I was like, I see these missionaries and they only can make like an impact on, you know, so many people by themselves. But my goal is to be able to like, you know, get a charity, partner with others and be able to make yeah. a, a massive impact. Similar to what you're doing with businesses and providing other people with the tools and systems to be able to then go and chase their dreams once they have the capital that's needed to do so. Mm-hmm. I love that. Like uh, I, the experience I have in the Philippines is very different from the experience I have here in the U.S., 
in in the Philippines, um, it's I, I it's really interesting because my dad was able to get us out of you know poverty. I I was born in in a small town um, in in the Philippines, which is very dense, and I can I have family there too, and it, it's very stark to see like how different the life is between um, there and where I, where we moved and then here in the US. And it just really makes me feel that, you know, there's a lot of work that needs to be done because it is unfair. Like how do you bring those people out of poverty is, is really what I, I wanna do. And, and eventually with Generation First, I wanna establish like a, like a scholarship fund so that we can provide um, families, um, adult families who are seeking, you know, more information, more resources to create a business out of what they do, what they're very skilled at. And that's the thing, like, when you go to the Philippines, everyone is so talented. Like, there, there are so many people who's great at singing, very great with dancing, or very, we have high-performing teams, and you would see that in the U.S., that if you... If, I don't know if you know anyone who's a Filipino working <laughs> in the U.S. Most of the time, there will always be good feedback about about um, us because we are really hard workers, and and I think it's really just you know putting that skill into something that you know could bring out the best in them outside of just you know the regular nine to five. Definitely, that's. And, and just going back to like, I want to want you to like give like your perspective on the differences between like the Philippines and the U.S. Because I feel like there's so many people in America that don't realize the advantage that it is to just be born in this country, to be given the opportunity. And I was wondering if you just go into a little bit what it was like to grow up in the Philippines without those opportunities. Um, so your dad like was able to get you out of there um, compared to like now where you're in New York City have the ability to connect with all these people. I mean, and you talked about like hard work too. Like I saw how hard you guys work over there and you guys do it with such a positive attitude too. There's no like, you know, I mean, here in America, everybody's so entitled. They're disgruntled if they don't get like, you know, what they want for free. And over there, I mean, the workers at McDonald's are holding the door for you, which is like unheard of. Like they're slamming the door in your face here in the U.S. Not that I love America. I love, you know, it's my favorite country in the whole world, but there's so many good features in the Philippines. And I was wondering if you just talk about the correlation between the two that you've seen having lived on both sides. Um, I, I, what I see as a big difference here in the U S versus in the Philippines is that in the Philippines, there's like a very collective feel to it. Like everyone is, you know, working or working together to bring each other up. Mm. Right? And, and when it comes to family, when it comes to um, when it comes to your business, maybe, uh, and even like, you know, taking care of families in the Philippines seem to be more of like a community approach rather yeah. than like, I, I'm stuck in this bubble. Whereas in the right. US, um, there's a lot, there's a great sense of individuality, like you, yeah. you really, um, you really celebrate one's unique talent and i mm. guess there's also a good side to that because like you you just like know like what you want you you go after it and i guess in the uh, there's 
there's a good and bad side to that too. Um, wherein, um, if you think about, you know, just the contrast of that with the Philippines, and the Philippines just wait for others to help you too. Like you, you're not asserting yourself as much versus here in the U.S., wherein you can assert yourself more because, like, you you just know where where you want to be. So I guess there's that um, there's that balance that we kind of need, like having that collective feel. Uh, communal feel and that family feeling versus being able to just go after what you're what you dream about so yeah, yeah imagine if if you know someone someone and like me i think i i i i now realize like being in the u.s that you just really have to assert yourself that you don't need to wait for for others to tell you what to do you just have because it's a free country mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can do whatever uh whatever you dream of and yeah. there's a lot of opportunities out here so it's really a matter of just grabbing that opportunity um and just believing in yourself um whereas in the philippines opportunities doesn't go uh, or opportunity don't go as often as you would see here um in the u.s so, and that's why you know people go uh, go abroad from the Philippines to here or yes. somewhere else. So um, there's really that interesting dynamics of like the we and the I. <laughs> I yes. yeah. yeah, that's that's right on with what the, what I experienced when I went over there. And I feel like the things that they value are very different too. Over there, they value family, memories, things like that. And over here, we're all about like getting the next nicest thing. I yes. mean- I feel like that's what made America the superpower, though, that it is. But it is a dangerous trap to get on that system because it's a never-ending cycle of unfulfilled happiness. We're just always constantly chasing that next thing. But from what I'm hearing from you and kind of like what I my thoughts are as well is that you got to find that balance between like community, but also being like a sort of yourself and going after what you want. Yes, yes, for sure. Um, because at the end of the day, like what will make you happy is the relationships that you build um and and the community that you meet uh and for me the the greatest uh the greatest goal that i have for myself is to build a community of first-time entrepreneurs and really feeling that it's not a lonely journey um because i realize that even if you're asserting yourself like you're asserting your dreams it can be lonely because oftentimes you know people from your background or your your family might not believe in you as much or your friends started to think that okay this person is kind of crazy like why are you dreaming that mm-hmm. but having a community is really important when you're asserting yourself in the world because you need people to believe in you and you need that support and that's why i really want this community that we're building a generation first to feel that way that we are together in this that we're not competing against each other. It's all about us mm-hmm. together moving forward. Collaborating is huge. And it's something that people really underestimate. Yeah. But <clears throat> getting myself in the right rooms over the past couple of years has made the biggest difference financially for me. You know, connecting with individuals yeah. like yourself, people that are of the same mindset. Because in comparison to like the, the majority of society, we're like the very few. Um, entrepreneurs are very few. Most people would rather choose the, um, you know, the nine to five, 20 years. That's, you know, you know what you're going to get. You're going to get a guaranteed result with that, but you're not going to have the opportunity 
to then go and help others as much. So for you, I mean, you're helping hundreds of people like almost on the daily, you know, starting their businesses, getting them to the next to where they want to be so that they can then go and help other people. But if you were just doing, you know, working a nine to five, that's limiting you and the impact that you can make on the world, even though there is a lot of risk involved, it does take a lot of mental fortitude. I mean, just to go from one completely different culture to the U.S., speaks to that mental fortitude that you have and you know moving to new york city by yourself i mean yes. that had to be like so scary tell me about that with the culture differences trying to fit oh. in new york city and establish yourself yeah it, it was a big jump for me um because i was already comfortable in the philippines like i i've already made myself i made a life for myself there with my family with my friends with my career and people thought that I was going to stay there for like forever because like I was doing well. Yeah. Um, so, but I realized that I needed the discomfort. I needed to understand like what it is that I really need to do. And moving here in New York gave me that because it was overwhelming. Um, it, it was an overwhelming shift because you see a lot of cultures culminating in this city. Everyone has a dream. And it's so amazing and also intimidating because yeah. you kind of see like, okay, how do I fit in all of this? Because like everyone else like is doing their 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 thing, sure. and that made me realize like, what is my thing then? Like, what? Yeah. How do, how do I? Um, how do I establish myself here? And uh, it's I and you said it yourself that it's really about collaborating and talking to people and really trying to understand like what is up with what, what is up with with them how how they are doing things and you kind of feel like oh I want to do that too and with New York City I think that's like the biggest gift also that it gave me to have that network and that energy to be able to understand like what are the opportunities out there that's outside of what I was comfortable with. And so um, I've, I've, uh, I'm happy to say that I've been able to talk to people from climate space because I'm also doing climate work. Um, yeah. I'm also learning more about the creative space and it's just like connecting me to so many people. I feel so grateful for that. But definitely wow. at first it was overwhelming. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure it was. And then, you know, you got to New York City and then, COVID-19 happens. Like who would have expected COVID-19 to come out of nowhere like that? Yeah. And that shuts everything down. That affects the, the, the marketing space. And at that point, you're trying to figure out like, what do I do? What is my real purpose? And I really resonate with you when you said that, because it was when COVID-19 hit that my grandparents lost, you know, quite a bit of money in their, their 401k. And that's, that was everybody. I mean, that just wasn't my grandparents. Yeah. And at the same time, I was dealing with an injury with my current job. And I was looking for what's next. And it was like new experience. I feel like really feel like new experiences and new information really change your perspective and really help you focus on like what your true purpose is and really your real why of like why you you're doing what you do and having that. I mean, I don't know if that, if that didn't happen, I can't say that would be where I am today. So as terrible as COVID-19 was, there was a lot of good that came out of it for me. Um, and also great experience too. You know, at the time I was able to be stationed in New York City with the military, helping out there, seeing seeing the impact made. Um, but also, you know, there was a lot of loss too. But yeah. it's just in life, I've learned that you know, no matter what happens, good or bad, there's always a way to find some good out of it, and then 
use it for, you know, for me personally, like I'm a Christian and just like see where God can use that in your life to get you to the the next step that he wants you to be at. And it really seems like that's what you've done. I mean, you've taken all of these different um, struggles. I mean, growing up in the Philippines, that is not an easy thing to do um, by any means. And then getting over here, completely changing, you know, um, cultures, the business that you're completely familiar with, you you changed over because you realized you want to make more of an impact. So, I mean, that just speaks to, to me about like who you are as a person and that the real like version of you is, is this, I mean, this is so authentic to me. You can hear it come across in your voice and your goal is to really help others get to the next. And for the person that's, that's listening in and they're like, there's no way I can start a business. You know, I'm just Sue. I'm just Sarah. I'm just Sean. Like, there's no way I can start a business. I mean, we all put our pants on the same way. Like, look at us. I mean, Elon Musk puts pants on the same way that I do. And, you know, it's just, having that vision and then getting yourself in the right rooms, like what you did in New York city to find people that have similar goals or maybe a little bit farther down the road that can help you get there. And it really sounds like you're that person for them. So I'm just like curious, like, and in, in your like mind, what do you tell that person that's really like struggling with, I don't know if I can do this or not. Yeah. Um, that is always a difficult question. Uh, that that's always the first thing, you know, like, taking that jump. Um, but my tip is first believe that you already have everything that you need right now to do it. And once you believe in that, then everything else will follow because you will find a way to be able to get to where you want to be. So for me, when I was starting out, I, I had to research like, well, how do you know when you're ready? To start a business like how how do you know like mm -hmm. i test like is it about financial is it about like having this business idea but what i realized is that being ready is a decision it's a decision that you have to make for yourself like if you really want to get out of your nine to five decide that you want to get out of that nine to five if you want to start a business decide that you want to start a business but because once you decide and you own that decision you feel that confidence that I will do everything I can to make this happen. It's always about that decision. Wow, that's so powerful, making a committed decision. I love that. That's like a whole bar right there. And, <laughs> you know, when it comes to making the committed decision, you talked about like, you know, having that, um, that mindset, that mental toughness of really knowing why you want to do what you do. Could you speak on like that mindset for the people that are struggling with that, that confidence and just you know, have different limiting beliefs that are holding them back? Hmm. Um, that confidence is either emanating from external boost or internal boost. Um, sometimes when we, we all have strengths, I truly believe that everyone has a superpower. Sometimes we're just not in the right environment. So uh -huh. If you are not, if you're struggling right now and you feel that you know I, I'm not making an impact like this is not like this is not the best version of who I am then you might be either not in the right environment or you're just not seeing yourself. Um, so if you're not in the right environment, engage. Um, you know, try to seek out like what are the things that you really love to do to do and see like how do you react to that. And, and from there, you'd realize like, okay, this is actually me. Like, this is what I want to do. Like, 
suddenly there's life to what you say, there's life to what you do. And that's when you know that you are in the right place. And when that happens, the internal confidence starts to come through. Yeah. And something I've seen too in, in relation to that is these is people like myself, like yourself, that have figured out what their purpose is and start working towards that. I mean, it makes like the doing so much easier, like all the mundane tasks, like it makes it that much. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that's an easy, you know, rainbows and unicorns path, but like I wake up in the morning with excite, excitement now. Like when I had my nine to five, there was like no excitement when I was waking up in the morning. I'm like, I got to go to work to get paid so I can take care of the bills. But, like now every morning, it's just like renewed excitement. And then each day, you know, no matter what comes my way because of the, uh, the mental fortitude I've been able to build up over the last few years, dealing with different things, improving myself, personal development, like you said, networking, collaborating with others, getting myself in the space of people that are thinking how I want to think to then act how I want to act and get those same results. That's been huge for me. And I really encourage people listening in that if you're considering, like if you have this idea, feel like God's given you this, this vision and you got this you know dream that's been sitting on the shelf, you know, it's collecting dust. I really encourage you to take that off, wipe the dust off and and reach out to men. So I'm just curious, you know, got a few minutes left here, men. What does that look like? You know, if somebody's like, okay, I really resonate with men. She's giving me the confidence that I need to, to really take it to the next. Because one thing I heard somebody say is like, if you don't believe in yourself, borrow my belief in you. And I can yeah. really hear your belief in the people that you're trying to help with that 14 day business startup with generation first. So what does those like first few steps look like? Like if somebody was like, I, I need to talk to Min about this. I need to talk to her team and get some more information. What, what would they need to do? For me, I'm an open uh, door. You can always contact me at my Instagram um, at Min Rosales. And from there, we can discuss what, where you are at, what's your current state, what is your ideal state, what are your dreams and really try to understand like what is this superpower because i truly believe in in that like every single one of us has a superpower that's waiting to be unleashed it's just a matter of either you believing in yourself or someone believing in you and i i already believe in you like i whoever is listening here who might be doubting themselves i already believe that there's something in you that can be powerful it's just owning it um, and it's interesting because like, I've been talking to a lot of people, um, in, in my duration of generation first, and it's, you know, it's, it's quite broad, like the, the gifts that we can have, or I, I'm seeing like, there's a guy who's really, who has a really great voice and he wants to kind of get that out of, uh, get that out in the world. And, and it's been really interesting to see like how confident he feels in his own voice and i want that also for you to really understand what that superpower is so um i urge you to uh add me follow me on uh my instagram at minerasales send me a dm um and yeah let's just have a conversation awesome i love that so much and for everyone listening in if, if you're like okay i have the confidence now but I'm still struggling with, you know, what people think. I feel like that's something that really holds Americans back is the approval of others and, and you know, what they think about what they're currently doing. And like, everybody's going to think I'm crazy. And um, I'll have to send you this poem because like it really hit home for me. It's called, you're not, uh, you're not crazy. You're just first. And it's just a lady's pretty much like same kind of story as you. I mean, I feel like every entrepreneur story is the same, you know, 
you're all, you know, trying to get to the next. And then we have like that breakthrough moment. And then we decide to like have that confidence, talk about make that decision and go after it. And there's going to be those people that come after you. I mean, it's going to be people with the, the best intentions. I'm sure that when you left the Philippines, um, when you decided to switch over from marketing to helping other people with their businesses, I'm sure you got a lot of, you know, backlash from people like, what are you doing? Like, you're, you're crazy. Like you're already, you're doing something that's successful. Why would you change? But you're not crazy. You're just first. And that's something that really hit home for me. So I, that, that goes the same for everybody listening in. Just realize that it's going to be, you know, an uphill battle for, for a bit, but you're going to have that breakthrough moment. And that's going to give you like such a crazy confidence boost. And it's not going to be perfect after that moment, mm-hmm. but it's almost like the devil pushing back after you make that decision. You'd be like, is this guy real? Does this guy really like want this that bad? Is his, is his why really that strong? And then you just keep doing it, keep doing it. And it's really just doing these things in the darkness and then eventually they'll shine in the light. I'm sure for a while, I mean, man, you felt like you were just like spinning your wheels. You're doing all these things. You're not seeing the results. You're like, am I doing the right thing? Is this even going to work out? But you just kept pushing and pushing and pushing. And finally you just had that breakthrough moment where like, God's like, I see her efforts. I see that she's the real deal. She really wants us. And I'm going to, I'm going to encourage her that way. But also too, without that struggle, um, during that, that startup phase, I mean, it makes it a lot easier having a guide like men on your side, taking you through that and avoiding obstacles. But without that struggle, I mean, you're not going to develop into the person that you need to be to have the success. Cause you see these people that win the lottery and, mm-hmm. you know, a few years later, they, they lose all their money because they just weren't the person that matched, you know, what they had. So I feel like once you become that person, it's just a matter of time before that success follows. Yeah, I, I definitely love love what you said. That it needs to match, right? And one of the things that I, I always do is already think of myself as someone who's already there. Oh, I and love what that. is this what is this person doing? What is the day in the life of this person who's um who's you know fully manifested their themselves, who is that best version of you? Kind of like work it back, like okay. That's me right now. And I, I manifest that person. And it and once you do that, everything will just, you know, go go to you and come to you. It's not you chasing this dream, but you attracting this dream because you are already that person who is deserving to have that dream. Wow. That is so powerful. Well, everybody listening in, if you found any anything that Min said valuable and there wasn't just one thing, it was almost it was literally everything that men said that literally stuck to me. And I feel bad because I should have like, I got to have notes and stuff moving forward. Just writing these <laughs> things down. I'm going to go back and listen to this several times. There's a lot of things that I picked up from you men that were really helpful to me. So like we were talking about, I encourage you guys, you got any kind of dream that you're trying to pursue, reach out to, to men on her Instagram. It's Min Rosales, M-I-N-R-O-S-A-L-E-S for those listening in and shoot her a DM. Tell her, tell her that you found, you know, her, her content here today, very valuable to you. Um, that's only going to encourage her, but also like get her to connect with you and help you get from where you are right now to where you want to be and uh, way faster way you can do by yourself. Cause you can try and do this, go down this road by yourself, but it's way harder than it needs to be for no reason at all. When you have experts like men that are holding their hand out, outstretched to help you out, get to the next. Thank you. I'd love to hear your stories and I'd really love to help you get there. Awesome. I love that, man. Well, 
Thank you so much again for coming on today and spending some time with us, dropping some gold bars. And really looking forward to seeing all the people you're going to help and uh, the dreams that you're going to help them unlock as you build out their businesses. Thank you. And I'm looking forward to the to you know dreams happening. And I want to make it happen with them. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Take care, everybody. We'll catch you on the next podcast.